0: This is your Kick-Ass Live podcast, episode number 218. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of The Daily Diaries. We have... Almost reached the very end. This is, we have today and tomorrow, one more for this month. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me, whether you are just joining us or you have been here through the entire month or you're diehard podcast listeners. I am so incredibly grateful for your time and your attention. And if you're just joining us, You might want to start on episode 200, as there is kind of a method to the madness for these. I've been sharing stories and anecdotes and different life lessons, and I, again, I'm just so incredibly grateful to have you. So today, I have for you, this is a story about ego, it's a story about feeling like a failure for two hot seconds, and a story about doing the work, and also about perspective. I feel like I should be singing that, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Isn't that what is it now? This is a story. Yeah. I, I won't though. I'll spare you. Uh, rapping is not not my forte. But I did think of that song when I started singing. <laughs> but okay, here's what happened. As, as most of you know, I went on a book tour in January. It was a way for me to up-level and step out of my comfort zone. I think even if you are doing big things in your life, you know, for me, it is it has taken me a ton of courage to tell my story. You know, years ago that was my up-leveling, telling my story publicly, talking about my feelings on this platform or in my blog or within my classes. And also just Putting myself out there when I wasn't sure what the outcome was going to be in terms of doing these book events, and it's no guarantee that you're going to get a crowd. There could be um, events where nobody shows up, or hardly anybody shows up, or where everybody shows up. And I've mentioned before that can be equally as scary. And I I think that no matter where you are in your life, there's always an element. Of stepping out of your comfort zone, of up-leveling to that next version of your biggest you. And again, no matter where we are, we can establish comfort zones. My friend Elizabeth D'Alto says hiding in plain sight. And I love that because I easily can fall into that. You know, I get into this groove of what I'm doing. I do my weekly podcast, I post on social media sometimes, I have my clients, and that's it. And that's become Comfortable for me, and you know what might be that might be totally scary for someone else. I've been doing it for so long now that I'm out of the that's scary, and this is comfortable for me. But it's easy for me to hide that way because then I might not share more um, polarizing opinions. I might not share some bigger truths that have happened because I'm embarrassed or or whatever. And it's but but that's like what the basis of my whole message here is to like share those types of things and be really open and transparent with everyone. But it's easy for for even me to fall into these comfort zones and so I knew walking into this book tour that showing up at all these different cities and putting myself out there was a way for me to up level. So again, Portland, Oregon was the fourth of fifth cities, fourth, sorry, fourth of five cities, it's a mouthful, on my book tour. And my friend, Barry Tesler, had recommended a bookstore. I We had a really hard time finding a, a venue, a bookstore that would, that would host me in Portland. And I knew Barry had, that was one of her stops. And so she said, yes, go uh, reach out to Annie Bloom's. She did an introduction for me. She told me how awesome her event was. She had about 50 people that signed up or sorry that showed up to her event and i knew that she and i have relatively the same um, size audience and i'm like okay great that must be a really great area in in portland that's easy accessible easily accessible for people and so i was pumped and booked the event and i was really excited because uh, for for several reasons I love Portland, a And one of my longtime clients was going to come drive down from Seattle. Another colleague of mine, Amy Pearson, I've known her forever online. We'd never met in person. She lives in Portland and was going to come. And then I had three additional colleagues I hadn't met in person who I had talked to, and they said that they were also going to come. And also, you know, the awesome people all of you that, that um are excited, that live in the area, that show up to these events. And the Facebook event told me 17 people were for sure yeses, and that I had 74 people that were interested. So I was pumped, right? Okay. So <laughs> the bookstore, it was a smaller bookstore, so incredibly cute. And they set up about 25 chairs. And as the time got closer, there were eight amazing people. In attendance, including my friend Amy and my long-term client that I mentioned, and two of the people were the woman who uh, I rented her Airbnb that day. I showed up there and met her, and she's like, "What are you? What you know? What are you in town for?" And I told her, and um, she's like, "That sounds like fun, and maybe I'll come." And so she brought a friend, so she was one of the two of the eight people. This awesome woman that I just met, and you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at all these empty chairs. And you know what it is, you guys, at the end of the day, it's a blow to the ego. That's all it is. It's just my ego gets in the way. And obviously, it was not a failure by any means. However, if I let myself go down the rabbit hole of compare and despair, because remember I told you that my friend (laughs) Barry Tesler had her event there and she said she had 50 people show up that would be easy for me to do, right? That's an easy place for my inner critic to go, well, (laughs) look at you, you big giant failure. And I did not let myself do that because I noticed, because I just noticed that it's, that's like a cheap shot from my inner critic, right? And I'm sure your inner critic has those too, the easy triggers. And I was like, nope, not today. That's not going to happen. The people there were incredible. They were incredible at every single event. So I had the choice to focus on that or focus on the compare and despair because the compare and despair is all ego. That's all that was. And at the same time, I think that because, oh, and I forgot to mention the three people that told me that they were going to come, and I was genuinely excited about meeting them. They didn't show up and I didn't hear from them at all. And so I was disappointed. I was disappointed. Remember I told you the story the last time about, you know, one of my siblings that didn't come and a couple of my really long-time friends that didn't come to the event in San Diego. And I was talking about yes, I can still be disappointed. That to me is is different than ego because I I was emotionally attached to that. And for me, I can allow myself to be disappointed that these key people didn't show up and at the same time so excited and grateful that the people who did come came and were excited to see me and took the time out of their day to show up at this bookstore and listen to me talk and get their book signed and hug me and, and tell me that they love the podcast and take pictures with me and and all of that. And all I'm saying is just a reminder of you can have room for both, but watch out for that ego. Watch out for the inner critic and where that is creeping in. And when the event was over... I was chatting with my friend, Amy Pearson, and I was telling her how awesome it was to get to meet the people in person and also that I was a bit disappointed to see so many empty seats, again, ego. And Amy goes, this was her response. She goes, she looks around, she goes, really? I thought it was a great turnout. I was actually really impressed. And I'm looking at her and she's like a thousand percent genuine. And I, it like knocked me over. I was like, holy shit. How do you like that for perspective? right? Sometimes it's all about perspective. Where are you looking at, like, what lens are you looking at this from? So I'm so glad I had that experience with her and that she mentioned it. And so just to kind of summarize, if you notice that your ego is getting in the way, if you notice that your inner critic is getting in the way, it's okay. Just notice. I did not beat myself up for that. I could have, you know, and gone down the whole path of, oh my God, I'm such a narcissist. Like who do I think I am being upset that people didn't show up and blah, 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 blah. No, you know what? I'm a human being and we all have egos and sometimes they take over and I just notice and walk away from it. And sometimes we feel like failures and that's okay too. You know, I told you about something else that happened during this whole process where I felt like a failure and that's okay too. Just don't stay there. Don't stay there and allow yourself to make decisions from that place. Don't allow yourself to make up stories about who you are as a human being from that place. Realize it's just a story that your brain, that your inner critic has made up. And lastly, sometimes it's all about perspective. What may not be great to you may be great to someone else. It's good sometimes to take that into consideration. So that wraps it up, really. I mean, those are all the stories I have from the up-leveling that I have done, my massive jumping out of my comfort zone that I've done over the last several weeks, and I hope that they've been helpful, and I hope that you have enjoyed them. And I wanted to kind of get a feel for something from all of you, the listeners, especially those of you who are in the United States. And I have something exciting that I've been cooking up. I know many of you are familiar with the work of Dr. Brene Brown, and you know that I'm a certified Daring Way facilitator since 2014. And I'm thinking of doing a Daring Way weekend retreat in August. I do this work privately one-on-one with people and I've, I've scaled back somewhat on taking private clients. And to do the Daring Way intensive with me over the course of about five months privately is a five-figure investment. And I know that that's not for everyone. So I'd like to be able to offer it at a lower investment and also in person <laughs> in a group format. So if you are interested Will you please jump over to yourkickasslife.com slash retreat and sign up to be notified when I open applications? This does not obligate you in any way at all to sign up. I just want to get a feel for, like, is this something that people would be interested in? I know I did get some feedback that because the retreats in the past that I have co-hosted have been during the week and they've been about four days long. And I know that that's a lot to take off of work and take off of your family and for many of you finding childcare and and it's a lot. So this would be, we would meet on a half day on Friday. So you would essentially, if you work on nine to five, Monday through Friday job, you would only need to take Friday off. So you'd come in on a Friday. We don't meet until later in the afternoon and then all day Saturday and a half day on Sunday. So you could, you could go home if you had to fly. You could go home on Sunday. Monday and be back to your family on Monday or work on Monday. And this curriculum is absolutely, without a doubt, life changing. It changed my life personally and professionally. I've been I've been running it now for several years and it just never ceases to amaze me. The changes that people make. And these are long term changes. I get updates. Uh, most of my clients come back and work with me. Um, in retainer packages. And they continue to tell me stories of how they're using the work in their life. And it just is fucking incredible. Like, excuse my language, but I just don't have any, a well-placed F-bomb sometimes. Anyway, I could go on and on about how incredible the work is. I'm really just trying to get a feel for those of you that might be interested in doing this in a group. It would be a smallish group anywhere from 8 to 10 women, or sorry, 8 to 12 women, I can only take 12 maximum as part of my facilitator guidelines. And again, com slash retreat. And thank you so very much for showing me that you're interested in that and showing up for these podcast episodes, even if the retreat is not for you. And I just love and adore you all. Thank you so much. And until next time, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.